Um, Sakina, just to give, the, in terms of um, PFMA and the South African laws, if you are to dispose of any assets of the state, you need concurrence of the, the minister of that line department needs concurrence of the minister of finance. So in this regard, um, Minister Energy would have needed concurrence from Minister of Finance to um, take such a transaction. And I must explain that the reason why, Sakina, that there was a confusion or there was something that public might feel that they were misled is that because there was no permission from the department to, to sell the stock, there was no permission from the board to sell the stock because in terms of the report, which we'll, we'll be discussing in a few weeks with Parliament, the report stipulates very clearly um, of the investigators that a board resolution is based on saying the executive must go and rotate the stock. So no one thought that they have not rotated, that they thought, they, no one thought that they sold the stock instead of rotating. So it's only when the figures came into the account of sales, which were not of that of rotation, that eyebrows started to be raised to say, but hang on, what is happening here? And that's what instituted the investigation. Um, former minister did institute this investigation, and when I got into office, I received the final report uh, handed over to me from SAF, and that's why I could share what was contained in the report with the portfolio committee yesterday. And uh, speaking of that sale, Minister, and uh, you speak of the figures, there it was uh, discovered uh, apparently that uh, the sale only made 3.9 billion rand instead of the 5 billion rand that was initially claimed, which is a huge discrepancy, a huge loss. Um, are you going to hold people liable and actually get them to pay back this money wherever it's went? Um, in terms of the ed- uh, and this is what I was sharing the frustration with, with the portfolio committee. SFF, Strategic Fuel Fund, is a subsidiary to SEF, Central Energy Fund. Now, this activity happened within SFF. In terms of the law, the minister can go directly to intervene as Strategic Fuel Fund. I have to do intervention through SEF. So what I have done already, is to write immediately when I read, I, I got the report, went through the report. I wrote to Sir Chairperson Mr. Marcus to say, based on the outcomes, I'm requesting that they implement the recommendation of the inquiry, which talks about correcting management issues and putting systems so that something like this does not happen again. Secondly, I said to them, they must secure the reserves for the country. The third one was to say, because some of the people that are implicated into the report, or the people that are implicated based on the report, have since left SFS. So meaning that you, you can't say, charge them now, put disciplinary measures. I said, they must find mechanisms of corrective measures. Because I do not have that authority to intervene. So, you know, it limits me in terms of the, the law. So only what I can do is ask them to act on their behalf. If that then does not act, it's only when I can act on self for not executing my instruction in terms of finding ways to ensure that there is consequence management. Because surely we can't just have a situation like this and there's no consequences. I definitely agree with that. And I've said consequence management is important and we have to find it. How consequence management would be and what type of consequence management would be will be dictated by what 
itself comes back to me in terms of legal opinion or what they have done to see within the legal framework what it is that we are able to do. And uh, if it comes to laying criminal charges, would you do that? Um, so, you know, I think this is, in other countries, I must say that they would regard this as prisoners, to be honest with you, because it's compromising the country. And if that's the recommendation that comes, I would not stop in anyone's way for ensuring that the law takes its place. Minister, just a final one. Um, last year on this very show, we spoke to the director of the Central Energy Fund, uh, Teliso Matubela, and uh, from the new information that's emerging, it would seem as though uh, it may have been con- uh, a bit economical with the truth there in that conversation. Um, and then uh, there's also reports of um, uh, the former chairman, Riaz uh, Jawuddin, chief executive, Spusiso Kamete, who have since resigned. As you indicated, people have resigned and uh, that uh, they had apparently made an unsanctioned bid for Chevron South African assets. So given it, it, it would seem, uh, just on the basis of that, that um, people were doing pretty much as they wanted at the Strategic uh, Fuel Fund. How are you going to change that? What, what interventions will you be making in this regard? We, we are actually, you know, what I said in the portfolio committee, that I'm engaging with SEF uh, to look at, improving the governance model, um, improving governance model of the whole portfolio, the whole self-fund, meaning together with its subsidiaries. Does it mean that we're going to have to restructure it? I think we are going to have to do that, but we're in the process where we're going to look at what is it that will assist us to make sure that the, the self-fund becomes efficient, uh, becomes accountable, Everybody that is within that, because we have the same almost similar problems at petrol. So we're looking at a long-term solution just to address some of these problems. And just to come back, Sakina, in terms of, and I would want to come to the defense of um, TDG Makubela, and together with the then SFF um, chairperson, in terms of the records and in terms of the reports that we have, for example, the board took injunction. There are many the investigations. Give that there are many of the board giving a clear instruction, and you have the former CEO who does opposite to what the board has said. So you can't falter the board in taking decisions. So what we need to do from our side is to see how best we ensure that in future something like this does not happen. So either putting mechanisms in place whereby if there's an authorization final transaction, then somebody from board therefore has to sign it off so that we make sure it's within the resolution of the board. So those are the things that we have to. Similarly with the department, when the inquiries, they received inquiries with the media, they went and asked, what have you done? And they were given that, no, this is what we have done. Um, from the side of the report as well, it gives letters that were issued like in detail to say this is the letter there are about six letters that relate to the matter um whether those letters from the minister could have caught some level of confusion i don't think so the last letter would have given a claim that in, in indication of rotation so those things but self is really looking at all those details so that they can assist us in implementing and finding solutions but as well making sure that something like this does not happen again And just the final one, what would be the cost currently of uh, replacing, replenishing those stockpiles? 
I wouldn't know, uh, Sakina. I mean, it's based on the cost of fuel, um, the, pr- the price of crude oil, just to say. So that will determine how much we need uh, in terms of that. I wouldn't go into details of that. Um, Seth is waking around the clock. I will be discussing with the Minister of Finance um, on some of these issues so that we, we do um, in the office of speaking to his office just to try and say this is what has happened so that his office is also aware. So such transactions will have to do concurrently with the Minister as well. And just the final, final one on um, uh, last week's High Court ruling um, invalidating the nuclear build uh, procurement process. And um, you did uh, allegedly tell the Portfolio Committee that this doesn't put the nuclear procurement off the table. So uh, what exactly um, is the country and the department's plan, uh, its intention with regard to this nuclear program? Um, so I will be meeting the team today. Uh, in terms of just uh, outlining what the court judgment is saying. We, we got the judgment last week. I asked them to work on areas that I have highlighted to the committee that I could pick up uh, a bit of a concern for me, especially around determination. Whether the court speaks about public participation, I do not have issues around them because I think that we are obliged by the law to involve public to participate. And I don't think going to Parliament should be such a difficult thing on, on matters that we requested to do. So we will unpack the judgment and see what it means to us as a department broadly, because on the determination, it affects us broadly beyond the nuclear, nuclear program. Secondly, in terms of the agreements, the agreements do not only uh, offer a operationalize the work of the nuclear, new nuclear program, but does what we currently do at NECFA. So it will definitely affect us. We have to make sure that we correct what judge um, the court has found us wanting on. Lastly, in terms of the nuclear new program, and this is what I said to the facilitators, what I'm picking up, and I've called for the committee to either do public hearings or for us to have a clear, broader discussion dialogue, because I don't think this is a hidden thing. This is something that we must talk about, because again, it might not be during my term as a minister, it might be in somebody else's term. But the nuclear nuclear program is going to have to happen, because if you look at the analysis and what its capacity and what it's able to do for energy provision in the country and reduction of carbon emissions, it's the way that we'll have to go. Whether we go now, we go later, is something else. But for us, we have a responsibility as a department to prepare the country for the future as well.